Okay, I need a pillow. For what? To scream into. Okay, there you go. This is the Queer Archive, a queer and feminist Doctor Who podcast. I'm Brenna. And I'm Caitlin. And... This is Security Protocol 7.2. The Echelon Circuit has been activated. The Echelon Circuit has been activated. We're being pulled away from our current timeline to talk about the fifth episode of Series 12, Fugitive of the Jadoon. Please stow any hand luggage and prepare for departure. Joe Martin as the fucking doctor. Oh my god. The doctor, y'all. We need to lie down. I'm gonna lie down forever and never <laughs> get back up. Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Yes! Holy Some Somewhere in the timeline, the doctor. Oh my god, I don't even care. Doesn't even matter yet. It it really doesn't matter anyways. I mean, it matters, and Chibnall, you better not fuck this up. And we'll talk about that later. But right now, I'm living. I'm living. Holy shit. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. No, I did not. Absolutely. Fucking lootly I not. not. Yes, we will be in all caps this whole episode. Just like the rest of the fandom, we're about to pop off. Yeah. The amount of screaming that we had during this podcast. Yeah. During this podcast. During watching this episode. Yeah. Honestly, I it's hard to formulate thoughts. You know, it's hard to actually talk in full sentences like a human being because of all of the adrenaline. This broke me. Uh, there was just, just so much stuff. There... The Jadoon, Captain Jack Hartness, Joe Martin. It and was not like, in a bad way, not in Orphan no, 55. No, 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 like, no, no, this no, no, is no. how you pack an episode with, like, substance. That's right. And it, all of the hits land. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I'm still, like, wow. I honestly, okay, I honestly thought it was just going to be Jack Hartness. Yeah. When he came on screen, I was like, this, this, this is the this big, is okay, yeah, this for is this the episode. big reveal. I kind of knew that something important was going to happen, and I was like, it be Jack. Yeah. But our girl... Also, I love that it's Jody and Joe now. Because I'm like, okay, how do I differentiate these two folks? Jody and Joe. Oh, Jody Joe. That's freaking cute. The the fit. Just Her like the first reveal that we get. Incredible. So the, the pose, the fit, the colors, the textiles, the textiles, yeah. the, Her, hair. Her hair. Her hair is so cute. <laughs> yeah. And then in the TARDIS, she puts on those glasses. The glasses are so and fucking great. <laughs> I just bury myself. I am dead at yeah. that point. Like Though I need those glasses. Yeah. Absolutely. Cosplay or just a normal Tuesday, those glasses are adorable. <laughs> she is adorable. And her with that gun, just her. Yeah. All of her. It was great. Oh, I'm obsessed. I'm in love. And Ruth really did that. She did. She, she like, tore that motherfucker's horn off. off. Tore it off. Clean off. She was like, oh, you know what, bitch? Pop! Mmm. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't know you could um, do that either. She popped it off like it was like a little, the top of a carrot. Just, <laughs> I don't want those frowns. 
Oh my god. This better not be all that we get of her. Oh no. I like, think she's gonna be in yeah. at least a couple more. There's gotta be. I, this is the very curious. You know, in all those interviews, Chibnall's been saying, I've got a five year plan and I can see Interesting. I can see that being set up now with the timeless child and this is a, a different doctor and also new master. Like there are only five episodes left in the season. There's no way that he could tie all that up. Right. Obviously, we know Jody's staying around for it. I hope that at least Yaz is going to be included in this story. That's yeah. all I ask. When Captain Jack was like, don't give, no matter what the cost, don't give the lone Cyberman what he wants. I was like, I'm calling it right now. The Better season not finale. Be one of you. The series finale is going to be, give me what I want or one of these people dies. Shit. Yeah. Like, why'd you have to say it? But also, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't believe we thought... We were watching this thinking, okay, Ippy Jack, that's it. Yeah. Here we go. That was great. I enjoyed it. I was like, fuck yeah, Jack's yeah. back. I actually literally did not even know that I liked Captain Jack as Until much as I apparently moment. do. Yeah, because I was like shocked by my own delight. Yeah. I was like, Captain Jack! <laughs> yeah. I think exactly the same. Yeah. Honestly, after watching watching this space and <laughs> then promptly getting burnt after the hype for both both of Ed Heim's episodes, which is some of the most hyped up episodes, I honestly had my guard down going into this one. I was trying not to get hyped anymore. Unless unless it's coming from, like, my friends or the fandom. Yeah. Someone who's vetted it, and they're like, no, but really. No, but really be hyped, but yeah. when, like, BBC's out, out here being like, you're never gonna believe what's yeah, gonna happen. The like they did for this, Orphan 55. Orphan 55 <laughs> fucked me up. And so now, here we go. I mean, I see the strategy. You're saying, when you're watching this, by the end of it, you're like, I cannot believe this episode exists the same, in the same season the same as series. Orphan 55. Two episodes later, Orphan 55, a mess. But you thought. A steaming pile. Yeah. This, Fugitive of the Jadoon. We didn't need it. Oh my God. We didn't need Orphan 55. They should have just been at at this level for a while. Like, Chibs, like, we are so excited, but like, you still have work to do. Oh yeah. You are setting something good up and we are here for it. Well, our eyes are peeled. Exactly. From our perspective, it looks like something good. And I'm yeah, I'm I'm very delighted that Jack is back. I'm proper sad that he didn't get to see the doctor. And I'm yeah, I'm sure I hope it builds up to that moment I'm when sure they actually back, do yeah. get to see them. He yeah, he definitely left with a very heartwarming I'm going to see her again, and when she does, I'll be there for her. And that was very adorable. And I also loved that he was, when Graham was like, she, he was like, good for her. Ah, this I got to see. Nice. And then from then on out, he's like, she, 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 she. Yep. I got it. It's not that hard. Also, 30 seconds into Jack's scene, he's fucking kissing someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, know John Berriman is an extremely problematic fave. Yep. Recognized, entered into the As official a human record. Being, That's yes. right. But that that was a very well written Captain Jack scene. Like whoever wrote that had a good handle on Captain Jack's whole vibe. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like J Captain Jack or John, John Berman wrote a lot of that. <laughs> at least the improbable like he line. The was like, you Lim. know he was talking about Graham's silver hair at his temple. That was John. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, so my immediate next thought was, shit, 
He's going to flirt with Ryan for sure. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> he's going to flirt with Ryan so hard. Toast and Cole's a cute. I mean, he's going to flirt with everyone, yes. absolutely, and he does, like, on sight. I loved, like, how he was just slowly picking up the fam kind of one by one, so yeah. we got, like, a precious individual reaction to each one of them. But also, if he is the queer representation Chibnall has been promising, if that's it, I'm going to fight. Actually on sight, yeah. Fists up. When I see Janice, it's on sight. Yeah. Okay. Let's refocus. Can, can we focus? A uh, deep breath. I can do it. I can, I'm calm. I'm We're cool. starting I'm again. Collected. Okay. Like formulated thoughts. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. No promises. They're sort of organized. <laughs> so, Ruth. I actually was calling her Pam. Oh, shit, Pam. She's not happy. <laughs> because of... Uh, Fleabag. Because of Fleabag, uh, which she has... A great couple of really memorable lines that we kept saying throughout the episode. So she was like her own individual character before we get the big reveal. And yeah. Honestly, I loved Ruth from the second she appeared on screen. I was obsessed before we even had an yeah. inkling that she was anything. I was like, oh shit, Pam is here. She has an egg cup. She has the <laughs> anthropology butter dish. She has those adorable citrus fruit glasses. And she has got her life together. And I actually wrote a note on my, when we yeah. were watching, my note said, a minute and 30 seconds in, please God, don't let this woman die. <laughs> the fact that, that that is where this show thus far has brought us to. I know. <laughs> that up until this point, this show has brought us to a place where we see a happy, brilliant black woman on screen and we have to say, I hope this woman doesn't die. And that fucking sucks. So like we said, Chips, I like the direction you're taking. But you... Don't fuck it up. <laughs> we're, we're fucking watching. Yeah. And yeah, this better not end in us watching her die. Like, mm. I know that she's from she's the doctor's the doctor, cast, so... Like, of course, we have an understanding of that. But I don't want to have to watch it. Yeah. Right? But yeah, five minutes in, I was like, I would die for Ruth. <laughs> die for her. She was great. She was waiting for the second to make her own breakfast. Just tick, 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 tick. Here I go. <laughs> Just out here living her best life. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. I loved her pep talk in the morning, her guided tour energy. Also, the disappointment on her face <laughs> with that rude Harry Potter Becky girl was like, mm, okay, cool. You're not going like, to think about it. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And also, speaking of people who would die for Ruth, I was screaming and cackling at the All Ears Alan Barista dude. Oh my God, that guy. That guy was a mess. A lo- you know, it's so funny because it really seemed like that storyline was going to matter more. And then yeah, now yeah. he's just like background noise. It's like yeah. IG 11 in the first it. episode of The Mandalorian. I think Disney really thought they were going to be like GIF queens with him saying, I will initiate self destruct. But gotcha. all of us were like, Baby Yoda! Who the fuck cares about <laughs> anyone else? There's Baby Yoda on the screen. Oh my God. Which I was pleased with because honestly seeing the photos like the promo photos for this episode I've been trying to like stay away from this in general more but you just see stuff I saw him in at least one photo and I'm like oh no this is gonna be another really heavy guest cast and we're just gonna not really get a lot of time it's with Jody or the fam we're just gonna 55 situation learn all over again. weird stuff about random people that we don't get invested in that don't wrap up yet. and then he died real fast yeah. and I was Although, like okay shout out to an icon for you can do better on a birthday cake oh snap damn <laughs> So much respect, dude. He was like low key creepy, but like he was also creepy. he was super right. And he I was, was like super creepy and gross and bad. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh my god, I was dying. Also, Ruth had a couple of great lines, again, as as Ruth herself, um, as the human. When she's talking to Lee, also, fuck that guy. I just didn't trust him. I know yeah. that he ends up being fine or whatever. I'm like, dude, you shady as He fuck. was shady. I don't like it. I don't like this. But she's like, but they're space rhinos, Lee. What do you have to <laughs> chat with them about? about? Yeah. <laughs> she was just brilliant, and I love her. Also, her performance was just spectacular. So good. When she got, like, that moment when she got triggered and went all badass Jadoon Slayer. Back up or Daddy Rhino form gets it! What are you doing? Feels like instinct against the bullies. Because you know the thing about bullies? There's always a weak spot. I could see nuance. Like, there was a lot of layers in that scene going on that told me this was probably more than just, like, this one reveal, that she knew the Dadoon somehow, like, something was off. Yeah. And that, like, totally actually paid off, that that was intentional and scripted. And then she switches to a truly scared human being, doesn't know what the fuck is going on, what she just did, how she did it. And I, like, really got, I'm like, damn, pobrecita. Yeah. Like, she is... She is scared, and she's asking the doctor genuinely, like, help me. Yeah. That was a really well-done moment. Yeah, it was good. She's great. I do have to enter into the official record. I don't believe a lighthouse would be intact after that long. She's <laughs> abandoned this property for at least a decade. Bro, how did you have this mind space to think about this? <laughs> it just it came to me, because I was like... This set is beautiful. And then I was like, yeah. it would look like trash. When she went up to the top, <laughs> when the doctor went up to the top and she was like looking out mm. the windows, I was like, all of those would be broken. There'd be graffiti all over the walls. There would certainly not be <laughs> furniture left. Like this place would be vandalized as fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that your mind went there. <laughs> I am who I am. I do think the scene in Pam's TARDIS is peak. And how did I end up like that? All rainbows and trousers that don't reach. What? No. How did I end up like you? The two of them talking at the Fuck same yeah. time. That's, That's not possible. possible. Unless it is. But what would that mean? It doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. Stop doing that. Oh, same brain. Incredible. They were so great together. They're so good. Like, I'll talk about this later, that I cannot wait for them to, like, really get along and really jam so that, like, they can play off each other more. Yeah. Because a lot of that was, like, there's tension. Yeah. Just a little bit of tension. Yeah. But I loved them together. I'm also wondering if we're... I thought this in the first episode. I'm wondering if we're looking at a multiverse situation. Yep. I would it. love a multiverse Give us the situation. treasure. Yeah. Give it. Give us the treasure. As soon as they showed us that map of like multiple earths when it ended up just being a collapsed yeah um, time time map map of earth our brains went to multiverse and it has stayed there yep. sorry you can't change yeah. your minds so i really hope that that isn't a, like a false start to that yeah what do you think about the jadoon okay so the jadoon were great yeah i loved their role in this i loved a lot of things about them the opening shot of the captain incredible i mean well done nita mentor and whoever the dp was for this episode that information's not on the internet yet that rainbow backlighting of the captain when he first shows up mm -hmm. so good yeah plus the callback rhymes yeah a platoon of jadoon near the moon they can't do that those two things the content that we came for it's fan service and i love it yep we left with a lot more than what we came for. That's right. But I was happy even even with that. Yeah. When the doc was is talking to her family and she's introducing them to the Jadoon, she was like, yeah, yeah, they're police. And then, of course, Graham, the resident white dude on the TARDIS, was like, 
police, good, trust them, no? And she's like, trigger happy police. And we're all like, so like, so regular police. Regular behavior <laughs> for police. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. The costume and the mechanics of them have improved a lot <laughs> since oh, the early days. They look so good. Also, Ray Holman, who is the costume designer for this era of Who, is just so good. Shout out to him. Shout out Killing to the it. VFX team who made the Jadoon look way more real than Can't they do play. in Smith & Jones. Yep. They got that. Money, money. Also, <laughs> I laughed. And part of why I was like, the VFX team, whoever they are, wow. Because they the body movement was just so much more believable. When the captain yeah. drops their shoulders after the doctor says, I'm very disappointed in you. Dude, <laughs> it was like an actual that, yeah. movement. And I was like, damn, those costumes look so good. You and your leather kilt and your raver boots. <laughs> you're just doing great. The platforms. They're so thick platforms. <laughs> it's so strange. I yeah. love it. Keep Doctor Who strange, right? Yeah. What else? I also, speaking of the Jadoon, Sagoon's music continues to be so good this series. It's like really beautiful. It's really refreshing and surprising every time. It's so different. I love 13's theme has a new minor riff this season, which is so good. I loved the master's theme. Captain Jack's swelling music in this episode was great. And he gave the Jadoon that like really percussion heavy music. It was just... Really, really, loved really it. good. And I loved that when Pam was talking about how she's the doctor, she got 13's original theme from last series. Yes, she did. We're leaving now. If you know what's good for you, do not come for me again. Ever. Consider your contract cancelled. That's yes, the good she stuff. did. Is that the last moment that I'm thinking of when she's talking to the Dajun? She's like, fuck off. Yeah, we like just rewatched it. Yeah, okay. Loved it. That was really oh, so satisfying. Yes. Also, we got a woman jadoon. <laughs> She's like woman to woman. Woman to woman. <laughs> bruh. That was funny. <laughs> She's like, I know y'all assume all these peeps are dudes, so. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that one in there for them. That was like an acceptable level of pandering. You yes. Know? Like, this whole episode was. Yeah. This Captain is the good Jack, stuff. The, the good jadoon stuff. jokes. That's exactly the amount of pandering I would Loved like. Loved it. Speaking of the Jadoon and Ruth, we have to acknowledge that there is a loaded dynamic of having a black woman initially have these interactions with, like, this really militarized police force. Mm. And she was at the mercy of this police force that the doctor says was trigger happy. And I think the, the episode didn't skirt around that. Yeah. There was some acknowledgement of that. Especially, we get the ending with a black woman holding the power and telling them what's what and literally saying... No one has jurisdiction in interstellar space. So no laws and no crime. Isn't that right, Doctor? Yes. Loved it. It was good. So good. You are the bullies. That's the role you seem determined to play. And I'm the doctor. I'm the woman who stops the bullies. Now I must play mine. So what about the TARDIS fam this episode? We didn't even talk about the TARDIS fam yet. There's so many layers to this episode. There's so much stuff. (laughs) So much stuff. Like I said, in my opinion, it's all good stuff. TARDIS fam substance is a little lacking still. Mm. But if there's going to be not a lot of that, at least we still got an amazing episode. And it made room for other good stuff. Yeah. So I'm still waiting around for it, though. 
it honestly put us on a fucking journey. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this was Plucking a, them all one a at a time. A fucking lot. Just like the way it started with the doctor being mean. The doctor? Proper fucking is, mean. I was I don't like my the doctor pearls. being mean, first of all. Um, someone, after last week's episode, tweeted, I guess 12's laugh hard, run fast, be kind juice ran out. Nope. <laughs> and I just, that seems to be true. I, I feel like she's like... 10 mean is the vibe I'm yep. getting. Like, I, 10 no. is the meanest out She's of just all like new who. Bitter, mean to her fam, mean to Ruth, mean to herself. herself. Yeah. I hate it. But like I said, it was a journey. Like it definitely started off there. It started off real strong. And then by the end of it, there was hope. Like it did turn a corner. A couple of awesome moments that we get is more Team Thasman on the job. I love how the doctor is like continually kind of like looking to Yaz to back her up. Yeah. Isn't that correct? Liaison Officer Khan. Absolutely correct. 100%. Rule 12. Massive. And Yaz is like fucking yep. ready for it. Yep. Yes. Rule number 12. Yeah, that's, that's the one. 100%. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real rule. Definitely per- 100% correct. <laughs> what she said. They play off of each other really well. It's just like the bare minimum. I, I'm going to yeah. need more. I'm going to need more Yaz, obviously. Especially because I swear the only thing we really know about Yaz is the only card they continue to play, which is, have we mentioned Yaz as a police officer? Like, can we fit that in somewhere again? Yeah. And that's getting old. It's like, we fucking know. Can you tell us anything else? Like, I know that she's qualified in this way, but, like, have her also, like, do other things. No. You know. Another callback to one of my favorite dynamics from this TARDIS team was that they brought back it's a very flat team structure (laughs) which I loves it yeah but in summary I still want more team though like this had very little it had enough team to like set up Jodie's narrative yeah be like what the fuck's going on man and have her be able to lash out at them Ryan I've lived for thousands of years so long I've lost count I've had so many faces how long have you been here you don't know me not even a little bit. And then I liked them, them saying, "Oh, don't you talk to me like that." And then don't talk to him like that. Yeah, I'm not having that. Yeah, they catch <laughs> her at the end, but also like, do not let her walk all over them. Yeah, especially yeah. She's like, mm, no, we don't talk to him like that. Yeah, like you better fucking not. We're out here. We're looking out for you. We fucking care. And also just the level of self-respect that they have for her that they're like, hey, looks like you need a reminder of how awesome you are and why we're here. We would yeah. not be hanging with you if you're a piece of shit and you're not able to see that right now but we will see it for you we do know who you are you're the woman that brought us together the woman that saved us and loads of other people you're the doctor whoever you were in the past or are in the future we know who you are right now right right the best person we know. Yeah, I think there's something really wonderful about the doctor's friends telling her, you don't see yourself right now, but we see you. And we have, not just because we're traveling with you through time and space, but because we have spent time with you and we will speak that truth into you. And I think that's really wonderful. I feel concerned about how much she's like, no, 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 no. Especially even the composition of shots here when 
in that scene when Team Tardis was like, oh, don't you fucking talk to me like that. Like, that's not cool. It was the three of them, and then it would flip to a shot of the Doctor alone on the steps, and then it would flip to them, them and then flip to her. Yeah, Yeah, and I don't like that. I'm ready for next episode to be back at the let's hold hands while we pull the lever again. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've strayed a long way from that. Yeah, that's like the magic of Doctor Who is the Doctor and their companions. Yeah, and like, the weird thing is, is that this team, this crew did that in the most substantial, unique way, more than any other doctor has before, where this doctor was like, I'm going to let you into my life. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to ask for consent. I'm going to ask you to interact with my TARDIS, who is my girl, who is the oldest friend that I have, Mm. besides the master. That seems like so many promising good steps that was like, whoo, we have never seen this shit before. I am fucking here for it. And then they flip this on us, and she goes right back to being like, you don't fucking know who I am? Like, that, oh. That's very 11. That was She reminds me of 10 and 11. This is not good. In different brackets. Yeah, no. (laughs) I do like, though, our girl is consistent. The TARDIS giving them a mission when she's like, oh, you're siding with them. You gotta get off me. The TARDIS always sides with the fans. She said... You didn't always take me where I wanted to go. No, but I always took you where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. That's right. Tell him. Yeah. So, again, by the end, I feel like the fam turned it around. They very much showed the Doctor what she needed, when a lot of the times the Doctor is running around saving people, and there's a few times in Doctor Who where the fam or the companions save the Doctor, and this is one of them. I'm hoping that we get more of the team back together, um, back at it together again, and I hope that we see that trust return between um, all of our main cast. And like they said, they have her back. And as the audience, I'm hoping that that means that she also has their back and that they don't get sidelined in the narrative. Yeah. And I hope Jody and Joe get to interact again and they get to actually work together and that we are over the tension because, of course, I hate the trope where, like, two badass women get to interact on screen, but they're, like, spending a lot of their time fighting and yeah. kind of um, competing for attention or competing for, like, the one spot that, spot, the one spot that a woman can hold and yeah. not more than one woman can hold that together. It was interesting to see Jody's doctor react to Joe, and I know that she's, like, kind of having her world just, like, turned upside down, so she's just scared yeah but she was like hella pressed she was just like not having it with joe and it's like all of that hufflepuff doctor just went out the window she's full griff yeah she's, she's not doing hufflepuff. some dumb she's shit <laughs> yeah i know when she was like well i'm the doctor to get i was like that's a gryffindor i know my own house we do stupid shit like that all the time i'm not thinking about the concept she is trying to tell you don't do it yeah and she just she's fucking like, does it anyways, she's like this always works i'll figure it out later <laughs> Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that she returns to like those Hufflepuff layers though, because she has them. I know. It's definitely a part of her. In that moment, she wasn't thinking at all. She was Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Jump uh, first, figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. So I think she was operating way more out of like some kind of trauma or some kind of just like fear instead of like really being inside who she is. We saw a glimpse of Joe and Jody getting to interact really well. And I loved the line where she says something about, like, just before you turn into Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, like, a couple of glimpses yeah. of their, their awesome dynamic together. Also, plot, like, 
This plot was pretty cool. Oh, they're giving us story! They're giving us narrative! There's a lot that happened. Like, Who's I don't Gat? Even, I don't even fucking remember. Like, Who hired she, Gat? She, she's another Gallifreyan. She was hot. She, that's pretty much all I remember. Yeah. Like, the scene with all three women together. Yeah. I that fucking died. It was good. Like, they all had, like, a really unique presence, and I'm into it. Yeah. Into it. All of it. Yeah, I guess Gat got got, but... I hope I would, I hope that there's more of that kind of interaction where there's just like badass women Gallifreyans all over the place being hot being awesome yeah that is the show I hope for yeah so Lone Cyberman right yeah like what the fuck was that it's coming for her it's coming for her. time is swirling all around her I'm I I'm happily confused yeah and I'm in a good place of like this is a good mystery that you're yes. setting up. Like I said earlier, I assume not everything's going to get resolved by the finale. Yes. But I, because there was a Cyberman in the trailer, I assume that at least will get resolved by the end of this series. So Yeah, that's fair. Or at least we'll know what the situation is before yeah. the season ends. Again, like it does bring up a lot of triggers and traumas talking about the Cyberman because the last thing that happened with like literally right before Jody's doctor. It's weird. I know that Chibnall very much turned over a new leaf and was like, we are not talking about past Doctor Who. We are moving on. The narratives, the characters in general, we're just trying to make new ones, new narratives, new characters. But, like, there was no acknowledgement from Jodie of, like, what just happened to her with Bill. Aside from 30 minutes ago, I was a white-haired Scotsman. Exactly, which was, like, played up for laughs, which was a great line, loved it. But there was, like... We just have to kind of fill in the gaps of like, oh, the people that she's caring with her and keeping close to her. That includes Bill. But like, this just happened to you. Yeah. Like, Bill just left you. Yeah. And this is what I mean. I, if there's going like, to be Cybermen, like, you got to acknowledge that. This is what I mean by her. She reminds me of Eleven because Eleven mm-hmm. would just, when bad things happen, when the pawns are gone. Shut down. Yeah. Well, he's just like, I I don't have to deal about that. I'm going over here now. Yeah. And he just pretends like it didn't happen. And so her, like, refusal to engage with her past or acknowledge it at all or talk about it at all with her friends, just flavors of Eleven. Mm. Dude, did we talk about that line when she says, I've got one of those faces? Yeah. That was mean. Holy that was shit. when I was like, she's, like, ten mean. That, like, I watched her be mean the whole episode, and that line still caught me by surprise, and I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, mean. It was an acknowledgement of, okay, a lot of people perceive me this one way, and I can act the fucking part, but I'm also not just that person, yeah. and I can fuck someone up. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this will come back around. I'm curious to see, like, the depth of this Doctor existing in tandem with the Doctor that we knew last season. Like, yeah, they're still the same person, and I want those two characteristics to speak to each other and to make sense and to feel like that there was a reason for the direction change. Yeah, and not I hope just there's, like there's actually some sort of defining characteristics that are going to come into focus that yeah. we actually know who 13 is, yeah. we understand a sort of broad sketch of this doctor in comparison to the other doctors. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this storyline that they're obviously setting up is going to be the one that tees all that up for us. Yep. I like Jody. I want to like her more. Exactly. Okay, my brain is fried. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead. Let's go lie down. <laughs> <laughs> Can you 
Can you lose your voice just from an episode? <laughs> yes. How much screaming there was. Uh, next week, we'll be back. Well, I guess technically tomorrow we'll be back in our normal timeline to talk about Heaven yes. Sent. And Oof. next weekend, we'll be back to talk about episode six of series 12, Praxis. I think it's called Praxis? I have no idea. Praxis. I trust you. Until next time. Be gay. Do crimes. <laughs>